I got interrupted by a work call. Uh, so this now becomes part one and part two of Adam Gortz. Um, okay, uh, continuing on. Um, so uh, what about the booing? You know, um, they said, yeah, you know, uh, Stephen Sacker said, um, you know, maybe you're inflaming the crowd and they're having a go at you. You know, and he said, oh, that's right. And he said, in England, if there's racism in the crowd, the whole, the two teams walk off, you know. And I thought it was good how Adam Goods, he, he said in the interview, no, I, I wouldn't put that, I wouldn't put that on my team notes or anything like that. He said, I'd play the game out. And he said, um, he said, no, with me, no, I don't, the game can, you, you deal with these things after the game, he said. And anyway, he said, you know, I would, uh, um, who would you, you know, who's being the racist in the crowd? He actually said this, and it was an amazing comment, really. He said, you know, it's very hard to pick out who's booing because they're a racist and who's booing because I'm a shit bloke. What a great comment, you know? Um, now, what he meant was, he wasn't necessarily saying that he's a shit bloke, no more than, uh, you know, we all are. You know, each of us is a shit bloke, you know. Um, or a shit, a shit Sheila. <laughs> I take it for what it is. Yeah. Um. And um. I know what he meant by that. He means in their minds he was thinking you're a shit bloke. Yeah. So he's always he's woke to that, and um, that you know it's, it's, some of the people in the audience, and it, it becomes a question of how many you know, and it, and it, and even if. Um, a person was booing him, and this is this would be my personal opinion. If I, you know, if the bloke next to me was going boo you bastard, you know, um, I would be thinking, yeah, you know, and and I said to him, why are you doing that? And he said, he's a shit bloke, you know. And I said, yeah, but don't boo, you know, don't boo. Like you've you've been booing for a year and a half, give it a rest. And then he didn't. We'd end up in a fight. One of the last times I went into the footy with my brother, we ended up in a fight like that. My brother was jumping up and down. <laughs> he just, oh, I can't even describe it. I ended up yelling at a, at a fellow Essendon supporter right up in his face. Going, you know, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I won't explain that, but gee, it was a good feeling. My brother and I, shoulder to shoulder, uh, even though it was wrong and we could have been evicted, uh, you know, I was backing my brother and yelling at this bloke in his face and um, we could have been evicted easily and probably should have been. Um, but gee, it's a good feeling when you're shoulder to shoulder with your brother. That's a whole other story. Anyway, um, no, because it was an, my brother fell over by accident and rather show any compassion for my brother, this guy said, hey, watch us, uh, you know, look out, look where you nearly hit me, you know, I said, hey. He's just banged his head hard, you know? And I really laid into the guy, you know? And I said a few bad things to him. Um, and he was a fellow Essendon supporter, I didn't care. Anyway, so that's that. Um, it's a good feeling. It's bad and it's good. All right, so anyway. And um, so, Goodsy, um, he, you know, he said that. But uh, to a certain extent, no matter why you're booing, Number one, I don't boo anyway, for reasons explained in part one. I don't, I don't like booing at all. I really don't. Yeah, that sounds mad, but I don't like it. You know, just cheer or yell obscenities, you know, one or the other. But the booing, you know, 
ended up being racist, I think, even if your intention wasn't being racist, because it was the whole uh, crowd booing this guy down here, you know, the effect is racist. Um, it's a little bit like um, uh, something else Goodsy mentioned, uh, the whole Terra Nullius, he actually mentioned this, you know, because it's bigger than football, what Goodsy's on about, bigger than football. Um, and he said, you know, it's... it's um, transcends football, what he went through. And he said, it's all like this whole terra nullius thing, you know. We were uh, flora and fauna before 50 years ago, uh, when um, Indigenous people got the vote. Um, and, you know, I was listening, I was saying, technically not. Uh, um, you know, like, technically, the people who are booing for because he's a shit bloke um, might not be racist, you know. So, technically... Uh, then, uh, indigenous people were never declared flora and fauna, or you know, non-existent or anything like that. I mean, in the early colony, uh, it was murder if you killed an indigenous person. Um, so they weren't on, you know, it wasn't the same as killing a kangaroo. Yeah, it was murder. You could hang for it, and people did hang for it. Obviously, there was corrupt um, judicial processes and all that sort of thing. But the point is, point is, the law was that it was illegal to kill an Aborigine. And, uh, you know, and it was called murder. A famous poster by Governor Macquarie, for example, which you can Google yourself, but it was murder. And um, and it, they were never declared non-existent or anything like that. Now, terra nullius was a, a declaration that nobody owned the land, which is a very different thing. But everyone knew they were humans. You know, we started, you know, little uh, English boys were falling in love very quickly with... Uh, Little indigenous girls, you know, almost immediately, you know, they somehow recognised they were humans. Yeah, so it wasn't a flora or fauna thing. But however, I'm on Goodsey's side in a way, even though, you know, I disagreed with him on an intellectual level. And this is why I want to see his movie, to feel what he's saying rather than think what he's saying. Because when I think what he's saying, I think you're wrong. You know, it wasn't a declaration that, you know, terra nullius wasn't a declaration that you were flora and fauna. It was a declaration that no one owned the land, uh, and that, um, and I, I won't get into that. You know, we didn't realise the land owned the indigenous people, and it was ah, it's a whole big thing. You know, we got that wrong. Okay, now, um, but but it may as well have been. Effectively, they were relegated. You know, indigenous people were rele relegated to the status of flora and fauna. On their own land, as it were. So I'm, I'm with him on that. You know, I think he's wrong, intellectually, but in terms of how, how the effect, it was effectively a declaration of flora and fauna. You know, it's like the white Australia policy. It wasn't really about skin colour. It was about living conditions and wages and all that sort of stuff. And we didn't want Chinese people flooding in here, you know, which we still apparently don't. To this day, we've still got a white Australia policy in place because we're worried about being swamped by Chinese. It's always been about Chinese people in Australia, mostly. Never, it was never about Africans. Um, uh, you know, we, we, we haven't got a history with Africans in Australia until very recently, but they're just an absolute minority. It's all about Chinese normally, and that's what it was like. You know, and the white Australia policy wasn't about just pure race, skin colour, but it had that. It, 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 it wasn't not about that either. You know, it was like a European-Australian policy. And, um, 
and, uh, and it was called a white Australia policy because, you know, look, the people at the time, the, our, our founding bastards, um, looked around the world and they said, oh, all, the, all the countries that have white-skinned people have good living conditions. They didn't join the dots quite properly and, um, you know, high wages and all that sort of thing. We don't want to wreck that. And if we let people from other races in, and they were right, if, 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 you know, if Chinese people had to flood it in, you know, because we hated them anyway because of the gold rush and all that sort of stuff, didn't want to share. Um, he's right. We wouldn't have the, you know, the cute little towns we've got these days. We'd have something that looks more like Hong Kong all over the joint, and we're getting there anyway, but that doesn't matter, all that sort of stuff. But white Australia policy wasn't a, just a declaration of we like white people and, you know, it was um, trying to protect, you know, English living conditions, English Anglo-style living conditions, you know. Uh, all right, um, uh, you know, and not, and not have, you know, uh, Middle Eastern-style bazaars everywhere, crowd of bazaars with, you know, things, hey, you know, you walk down a crowd of bazaar and all that sort of stuff, and uh, haggle, haggle, you know, blah, 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 you want to buy this, you want to buy this, you know, and all that sort of stuff. We didn't want all that, and we didn't want all the um, kind of swarms of people in a Chinese sense and all that sort of stuff and you know we were happy to have a Chinatown but we didn't want the whole of Australia to be like that it was more like that that's what the Australia Australia policy is but it was an it ended up an evil thing this is the thing it ended up an evil thing um but you know Australia as we know it wouldn't exist had we not put the white Australia policy in probably you know it would have looked a lot more like a lot yeah, it would have been lowest common denominator across the world in terms of people willing to work for next to nothing and living like crap, back then at least, you know, probably. And that was underpinned the White Australia policy. But at the same time as the White Australia policy, we, you know, we, we, for the first time in the history of the planet, you had a country, and that's ours, at the same time as you know, something evil like the White Australia policy, you had something glorious at the same time uh, that was um, uh, full political rights for women. We were the first country. New Zealand and Australia are pretty much the same country, you know. And New Zealand, first country in the world ever to give woman the, women the vote. And Australia, the first country in the world. You know, we got that from South, uh, South Australia, you know. Uh, we inherited that from South Australia the, uh, upon federation for political rights for women. Now, we didn't carry through and actually let them be prime minister, but the law was there. It doesn't, yeah, obviously, you know, like, it wasn't murder, I mean, it was murder if you killed an Indigenous person, but a lot of people got off that shouldn't have, but that was a corrupt judicial process. But the law itself wasn't, you know, you are flora and fauna. You know, this sort of thing, it's it's what you're saying and then what you're doing. You know, it's like the English invented abolition of slavery sort of thing, along with, you know, the Europeans. Um, but then they didn't follow through and make, make the world fair. In fact, they rigged the world to their own advantage. Um, so, you know, they said all the nice words, you know, we'll invent non-slavery, you know, for the first time in absolute history on any land, um, uh, except for hunter-gatherer mobs and stuff who didn't even need slavery, and, all, and so on and so forth. Now, um, and this thing where uh, you're technically wrong, maybe, goodsy, you know, in my mind, you know, and yet, I get it, because the effect of what you're saying. Yeah, you know, he said on another occasion, New Zealand, in that same interview, New Zealand is light years. Uh, yeah, because um, Stephen Sacker asked him what would make it better. And he said, oh, it's simple. Um, New Zealand is light years ahead of Australia because they've got a treaty. 
with the with the Maoris, and we haven't in Australia. It's that simple, you know. New Zealand is light years ahead of us, and um, I thought that's a really good point. And I said, yeah, the, the, that doesn't make the New Zealand you know people at the time any nicer than us, the ones who struck the treaty. It was only because the Maoris forced it, those people. They were us. New Zealand and Australia were the same country. New Zealand was inside New South Wales, where Adam Goods was speaking from to Stephen Sacker. So New South Wales was that area there, plus New Zealand was all the same colony. You know, So New Zealand isn't different from Australia, but why did they get a treaty and uh, Indigenous Australians didn't? Because in those days, you didn't sign it. You're an idiot if you sign a treaty unless you're forced to. And the Maoris kind of forced the New Zealanders too. And that's probably because um, Indigenous people are nicer than Maoris. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and to a certain extent, though, the um, we in New Zealand who were forced to the treaty table by the Maoris, that's because the Maoris were a bit like us. Um, Google Chatham Islands and what um, the Maoris did to Chatham Islands. They colonised it and enslaved all the people and all that sort of stuff. The Maori people were a lot like the British people, but they didn't get to do it on a global scale, but they did it on in Chatham Islands. Whereas I don't think culturally Indigenous people are really like that. There was a, a group of English people that got shipwrecked down in Victoria really early in the piece, and they had to walk to Sydney. And they met tribe mob after mob after mob, and they, there was only one warlike mob amongst... You know, everyone they met was friendly. You know, the sailors walk, they call it. And they walked from Victoria before Melbourne was even settled all the way up there to New South Wales. And they said mob after mob was helping them all along the way. It was a wonderful experience. There was one mob on the way that um, was warlike and said, get off our sort of land, our hunting lands and all that sort of stuff. But that's different than the Maoris, you know. Now, the Maoris, if they had have been in the same situation as England, I think they would have been just like the English because just Google what they did to the people of Chatham Island, who are actually their long lost cousins. You know, as soon as they found, as soon as the English discovered the Chatham Islands existed, the Maoris got, what? We didn't even know it was there. And it's not that far from New Zealand. And they actually commandeered a British ship by force. That's how strong the Maoris were. And I, you know, they um, commandeered it, you know, and, 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 and forced the English to go over there. Um, and then slaughtered as many people as they could and enslaved the rest, and it was absolutely horrendous. They, they did a Spain, the Maoris did, on Chatham Islands. It was amazing. And this is why they got a treaty. You know, and Goodsey was saying, New Zealand is light years ahead of Australia, because um, they, you know, he almost made it sound like the New Zealanders were willing to do a treaty with the Maoris, but they were forced to. Now, what we have to do is become bigger people in Australia and make a treaty, perhaps. Not because we were forced to, but be the first country ever to make a treaty because we, ha we, we should, you know, uh, because we're bigger and better. We're evolved, you know. Um, um, so, you know, Adam Goods almost sound like, you know, New Zealand's a pin-up country. They're a pack of miserable assholes just like us, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, they were forced to the treaty table. And the Indigenous people have, didn't force Australians, uh, you know, European Australians, because Australians, it's kind of nation-state of Australia, so it means European Australians, when you say Australians, often, with the Indigenous mobs, you know, it's Wurundjeri or whatever, you know. 
Um, that's that. But anyway, look, I'll finish off because I've got to get back to work. And, um, yeah, I, I might have a look at his film. But if I do, it'll be the first time I've watched any film. Look, I probably won't get around to it, but I really want to. But not because I want to learn anything especially, uh, but I want to feel something, which is a type of learning anyway, I think. End of episode.